Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in the upstate of South Carolina. I'm your host, Stan McCune, realtor right here in the greater Greenville area of South Carolina. And just as a reminder, as always, you can find all of my contact information in the show notes. If you need to reach me for any reason, that is how you do it. Um, And of course, if you have any home buying, home selling needs or any questions about any of that, please reach out to me. I represent clients of all stripes, investors, non-investors, buyers, sellers. Um, I'm a part of a team that we have a lot of different resources. Even if I'm out of town, I have people that can help you. Um, So I am your one-stop shop for, I I don't want to say all your real estate needs, but I am basically a one-stop shop for the vast majority of your real estate needs. I'm like the Walmart. um, Wow. I, I don't think that's a compliment. Uh, I'm not complimenting myself right now by comparing myself to Walmart, but you know what I'm getting at. I'm like one of those superstore, you know, you can you can get anything specifically related to real estate. That's the way I see myself. That's the way I try to, to run my business. Um, so, yeah, all of my contact information is in the show notes. And just a reminder, as always, please leave a rating, please leave a review in whatever podcast app you're using. I would greatly appreciate it if you guys could do that. Um, so we're here. Um, I'm recording this on February 28th. It's going to release uh, in just a couple of days. Um, you're probably listening to this uh, in early March. And right now, all over the news is talks about Russia invading Ukraine. That is a big deal right now. And that is a, a, a big thing that we are discussing. Um, just In general, you turn on the news, that's what everyone is talking about. You go on social media, that's what everyone is talking about. And so there is a looming question, which is, how does this war, how how does war in general, but then specifically, how does this potential war, which I guess it's debatable whether it's war yet in the minds of some people, it sure seems like war, Um, although... You know, it's not particularly clear from what I've seen what exactly Russia's endgame is here um, or what their strategy is going to be. But how does war overseas impact what happens here in the real estate market in the U.S.? But obviously, as I've told you guys before, everything that I talk about, even if I'm talking about a, a bigger issue like this, I'm still filtering it through a Greenville, South Carolina lens. Nothing that I say inherently pertains to San Francisco, for instance, or or New York, or even Charlotte or Atlanta. Um, Everything that I know about real estate is specifically through a Greenville lens. So what can we expect to happen as a result of the tensions happening in Eastern Europe right now? Well, let's start with this. We all know that that mortgage rates are basically pegged, they're, they're directly related to what the Fed does. And so we've seen mortgage rates. Mortgage rates have gone up substantially higher so far year to date in, in 2022 than pretty much everyone predicted that they would. Um, they're knocking at the door of 4% right now. And uh, that was not expected. We, we thought... Um, a lot of economists, basically everyone um, that was kind of analyzing the situation, thought it would raise up gradually 
and probably get towards 4% in the second half of the year. Well, we hit it in February. We got up to, um, what was it? I think it hit last week 3.92, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Well, what happens in in times of war, times of uncertainty, typically, and, and please don't take this as financial advice because I'm not giving financial or investment advice, and I'm always very careful to say that because I can't do that as a realtor, um, but my understanding is that typically when there is unrest like there is right now, that typically hurts the stock market, and people tend to run for safer assets, um, and typically when as they run for safer assets, um, you know, bonds and, and things like that, um, that tends to positively impact mortgage rates. I'm not going to get into all the weeds on that. Again, I, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not an economist. You can do some research on that if you want. There's plenty of information out there that gets into the weeds on, on how, that, how, how that works. Um, so typically, at, in times of unrest, People go for for safer investments like bonds and things like that. Um, And the end result of all of that is that mortgage rates tend to come down. And we saw that happen. We saw that happen just recently. Um, Mortgage rates, after having uh, gone up pretty consistently this year, they went down from uh, from 3.92%. Uh, percent, which is, by the way, the highest rate, the highest mortgage rate, mortgage interest rate since May of 2019. So almost three years since it's been that high. Um, it dipped this past week to 3.89%. So it finally leveled off a little bit. But here's the thing. What also tends to happen um, in times of war is there tends to be uh, things that result in greater inflation is my understanding. Well, we're already having problems with inflation right now. That's already a major concern, and it's already one of the things that the Fed is trying to address by doing Fed things um, that then tend to cause mortgage rates to go up. That's why we have seen the increase in mortgage interest rates uh, th- this year so far has been the Fed trying basically you know, doing their thing, tinkering with their treasury yields and all that kind of stuff, um, and balancing out their portfolio of mortgage-backed securities and, and doing all these things that I'm, I'm not particularly knowledgeable about. But I understand, loosely speaking, that what they do ultimately drives that number up, and that is uh, how they are able to kind of curtail inflation. So we don't know exactly what war will directly do uh, from the standpoint of uh, mortgage rates. There are some reasons to believe it could go down and it started that way, but could it increase as well at a faster pace because of what the Fed is doing? That's very possible as well. Could that kind of all negate itself to the point where it's like, okay, well, um, the inflation and the Fed responding to that in, in by, in theory, raising mortgage rates, not directly raising them, but you know what I'm saying. Could that be offset 
by the fact that people are running to safer investments during these uncertain times, the treasury notes, the treasury bonds, those types of things, will the end result be that those just all wash themselves out? We don't know. We do not know what's going to happen. Um, Another interesting aspect of this and something to keep in mind, and, and I don't know exactly how much of this, probably a lot of this is related to rates going up, um, but we don't know exactly. It's, it's hard to predict everything. Um, it's been just a wild last couple of years where everything is unpredictable. Um, but there are fewer mortgage applications, new mortgage applications being submitted right now. Um, last week, mortgage applications decreased 13.1% from the previous week, reaching their lowest level since December of 2019. So here we have a couple of numbers going back to 2019, and they they make sense. Mortgage rates at their highest since 2019, mortgage applications at their lowest since 2019. As rates go up, fewer people then are excited, you know, they're, they're not as excited about buying, they're not seeing these like low 3% mortgage rates. Um, and maybe some people they they just can't afford. Now now they're they're priced out. You know, it cost them a hundred dollars more per month uh, to buy the house that they could barely afford anyway. Now they're priced out of the market. Um, and of course refinances are are down as well. Um, and so that's an interesting dynamic. That would indicate that we're going to see a cooling of demand. Now, that is nationwide. Now, I, I can't speak to what's happening here in South Carolina. I don't have those numbers at the moment. Um, that is something that I will attempt to get to try to better understand what's happening here locally. Um, but nationally, it seems like there may be um, a bit of a, of a cool down in demand. If that happens, then that would be good for buyers, not as good for sellers, but we've talked about this ad nauseum in this podcast. The market has to swing a long, long way for sellers to be in trouble. We we are going to see a seller's market for a long time, barring something really crazy. You know, if, if this, if what's happening in Eastern Europe does turn into something uh, akin to World War III, all bets are off. Who knows what will happen uh, at that point? Um, but Realtor.com's chief analysts or, or chief economists are talking about, you know, house housing prices that have been increasing in double digits. There's a good chance that that those increases may go down to single digits. So we might not see the type of of hyper appreciation of housing that we've seen recently, strictly due to the fact that mortgage rates are going up, mortgage applications are going down, and that is going to just slower the pace, slower the pace of prices going up, um, hopefully resulting in fewer bidding wars, hopefully resulting in more opportunities for first-time home buyers, etc. And that's that's good. We need that. That is not a problem. That's not something to be worried about. This is not a bubble bursting. This is a market stabilizing into something that resembles what it it used to be. 
and everyone liked it more for the most part the way it used to be it was a better market it was a healthier market for for the majority of people there aren't that many people at the end of the day that truly benefit from a frenzied market because you think about it most people that are trying to buy are also trying to sell and vice versa uh, there's not a lot of people that strictly benefit from it being an insane seller's market. The people that benefit the most are people that own a lot of property and are just trying to sell off some of their property. Um, but that obviously is a relatively small part of the market at the end of the day. Um, so here we go. We might see the market uh, balancing out, correcting a little bit. And I think that that's something that if it happens, will have much more positive than negative to it. But that was something that was probably going to happen to some extent, regardless of what's happening in Eastern Europe right now. Um, and so it, it, that may very well intensify things. And, and another big variable that I'm, I'm tracking um, that could really cause some major disruptions and, and could, you know, this could overshadow everything else that I'm saying. We don't know exactly what what is happening in Russia and Ukraine, how that is going to disrupt supply chain issues um, even more, how it's going to disrupt the supply chain even more than the issues that we've had thus far. We don't know what increased costs of oil, which is almost certainly going to happen here in the upcoming weeks unless... Uh, this invasion slash war slash whatever you want to call it, tension, um, unless that just fizzles, which seems unlikely, but unless it just fizzles, it really seems like the cost of oil is going to go up dramatically. Well, if that happens, guess what? That's going to impact a lot of builders. A lot of, you know, builders, uh, they have to ship things from all over the country. Things get shipped. That causes prices to go up as the cost of delivering items has gone up. We've already seen that um, in a lot of different construction materials. Well, if that continues to happen, that will have a ripple effect on builders. And we could see us entering back into something uh, that we experienced early last year of builders just not being able to give firm deadlines. Builders, uh, you know, telling people that are under contract for new construction telling them that they can arbitrarily change the price and have it go up, uh, but then the buyer has the option to break their contract and get their earnest money back. We might see some crazy things like this come back into the market as builders try to respond to sudden spikes in prices due to the sudden spike in oil pricing that we might very well see here in the upcoming weeks. So that could have a ripple effect on new construction. And as we've talked about in other episodes, the cost of new construction directly impacts everything else because a lot of people that are selling their home, you know, the, the people that are in their first home that are looking to move into their second home or maybe from their second home into their third home, a lot of them are looking for new construction. And if that new construction is too expensive, then those people don't buy. Well, if those people don't buy, then they don't end up selling the home that they uh, that they were living in, which then impacts the first-time home buyers that would be likely to buy those homes. And so there is this huge ripple effect if new construction ends up uh, getting wonky again. 
And so we we do not want that to happen, and hopefully that won't happen. Uh, but the long story short is that we don't know exactly how the current global tensions are going to impact the market, but I think it's pretty safe to say we're going to continue to have low supply, but supply might creep up a little bit. We might see it go from the low ones, uh, and, and we've talked about this before. We talk about supply of inventory as in months. Right now, it's in, in the low one-month range. Um, we might see that go into the low two-month range. That's still very much a seller's market, but maybe we'll see that happen. Um, that would be totally, I would be 100% comfortable with that. Um, if it happens overnight, that could shock some sellers, and so they need to be prepared for that. That could happen. Um, but generally speaking, that's not a terrible thing if it does happen. Um, now, we should also probably expect for home price, home price appreciation, that growth, to hopefully slow down a little bit. We won't see, you know, we, we may not see quite the same dramatic increase in housing prices as we have been seeing. That's not to say they're going to go down. Do not hear me say that they're going to go down. They're not going down. Barring a global recession, home prices are not going to go down. They're just going to slow down in terms of how quickly they go up. And then, of course, I think, again, we talked a lot about the mortgage rates. I personally think that they're going to continue to go up. I would not be shocked if they hit 4.5% this year. Um, and I wouldn't be sh- shocked if they surpass 4.5%. Um, I, I, the Fed right now is very unpredictable, um, but I, I would probably say it's more likely than not that they're, that mortgage rates are going to probably come pretty close to 4.5% at some point this year. Now, if they exceed that number, um, I, I don't know if the Fed at that point would decide that it's too detrimental to the economy to continue to increase that in order to offset inflation. I, I don't know. Again, if inflation is being driven by a war, um, then the Fed might take more drastic measures. Wasn't that long ago that mortgage rates were well above 4%. Um, We've lived in a kind of a utopia of mortgage rates the past 10 years, um, but that's not guaranteed. There was a time when mortgage rates were 20%, which is insane to think about. Hopefully, we don't go back to that. Um, but there's a lot for us to track in the upcoming weeks. If there's any interesting movement of any of these things, any interesting news related to what's happening in Eastern Europe or elsewhere that impacts our local housing market, I'll for sure be talking about that with you guys. But for now, that is all I have. I hope you guys found that interesting and informative. We'll keep tabs on it all. Um, but in the meantime, if you have any questions, concerns, thoughts, homes you want to sell, homes you want to buy, reach out to me. My contact information is in the show notes. Please leave a rating, leave a review, just as a little thank you for the show. Subscribe. If you're not subscribed to the show, I'd appreciate it. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the week.